Hello. Hi. Welcome to our podcast. Anxiety and bullshit. I'm Hina. I'm Amber. It's Monday, the 12th. It is very much Monday the 12th. Um, I feel like we're back on somewhat of a schedule now yeah. that we're going to be posting in order now and not skipped a week, so... Well, we didn't skip a week. Well, we, we, yeah, yeah. We just did it out of order. Yeah, we totally did it out of order. But I don't think we skipped a week. No, we didn't skip no, a week. No. We just, we We've did We've been it. Cons- consistent. Yeah. Surprisingly. I, I'm proud of ourselves. This is the most consistent we've been at anything really. Exactly. Ever. True. <laughs> this is our 10th podcast. <gasps> is it? Yes. Aw. Happy 10th podcast. Happy 10th podcast to you, too. Aw, I didn't realize that. That's yeah. At least 10 times you bring in me coffee and... Eating food here, whether you made it or your mom made it. Yeah, making goodies and sitting at this table right. and just... Dealing mm. with the cats. Letting it out. Yeah. It's been good times. I love it. Me, too. <laughs> but... Yeah, I mean, we saw each other, what, last week? Mm-hmm. Was it last week? I no, think. we didn't see each other last week. The week, week before week last. Week before that. Damn. Yeah, I was out of town for some uh, life-changing events. Exciting things yes. that we're not going to talk about. Just yet. But we're going to keep our fingers crossed. Yes. That I find a good sugar daddy. Yes, that you find just the one. Just the one. Yeah. Just the one. But, <laughs> yeah, I was out of town last week, and I just uh, didn't have time to record the pod. I mean, not record, edit the podcast. Mm-hmm. That's why, as soon as I got back from out of town, I edited it and posted it. Yeah, it just came out a few days late. Yeah. It wasn't that big of a deal. No, but I was like, I wanted to get it done, because we were pretty consistent before that. Rec- and I mean, we're still consistent. We still post within the week. It right, was just- yeah. But, yeah, I was like, let me just keep on, keep going on this. Keep on keeping on. Exactly. But other than that, any news? I really don't have much news. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm just so, well, okay, I will talk about this. Okay, so, you know, part of my therapy homework assignment was to write the letter yeah. to my nanny. Mm-hmm. Um, well, now... My new homework assignment is to just write down a big old list of, like, every single memory that I have with her. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's even rougher, I feel like. Honestly, I don't think so. Really? And maybe it's because me and my nanny have, like, so many good memories. Right. So, I guess, and I've never really... Remind me to say this to my therapist the next time I go see her. But I've never really, you know, thought about, you know, sat back and thought about, you know, all the good memories that I had with her. So now someone's telling me, forcing me to do it. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know what, that was really nice. Right. So it actually hasn't been too terrible. Okay. Well, that's good, I guess. Yeah, we got a... It's improvement. Yeah, me and that that lady got a lot of good memories, so it's... That's good. It's dope. It's dope. So, Amber's drinking a triple shot latte with salted caramel syrup, and I am drinking Harvey's and Sons 
Earl Grey tea because mm-hmm. I've had too much caffeine today. But that tea does smell amazing. You want to try it? I actually do. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good, good choice. That's good. But, yeah, I was like, I don't need any more. Well, I guess tea does have caffeine, but... It's not quite as much as a triple shot. Right. <laughs> but one thing I can tell you is that my body's in schedule again. Like... Is it? No matter how much caffeine I drink during the day, but around 10 o'clock, I'm ready for bed. And I'm up by, like, 6.30, 6.45. Alan was at home last night. He went to the birthday party of a co-worker. Uh-huh. And by 8.30... I was laying in my bed by myself, no husband, no child. I was out. Oh, my bet. That's why I did not talk to y'all last night in the group chat. Yeah, I figured you were busy work. You had a rough day at work. I don't even remember completely Alan getting home, but I was just like, I will never get to go to sleep this early like this uh, again yeah, in a long all, time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so... I went with it, because yeah. when Alan's home, we're definitely not, he will not let me go to sleep early. So, let's just get into this week's yeah. stuff. Because I feel like we could go on a pretty good while. This uh, episode is going to be us bullshitting, us bullshitting and ranting, and yep. boy, it's been been pretty eventful that we, <laughs> we have stuff to talk about. Two mass shootings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, in the last three weeks. Yeah. That's a lot. That's one one too many, actually. But before we get into the, the ranting deep part stuff, yeah. let's start it off good with some shit we fuck with. So if you hear background shit, it's either the kid or the pets or Amber's husband. Please pay them no mind. Yeah, we're the important ones. So going into it because we just we, we can't we can't start this over again. I'll just scream. Okay, shit we fuck with. Let's go. All right, you go first. Okay. Um, the shit I fuck with this week was the Pete Davidson SNL Weekend Update skit, mm-hmm. um, where he brought on Dan Crenshaw. Where, um, who was the person that, uh, he, um, kind of poked fun at the week prior. Yeah. And, uh, made fun about his eye patch mm-hmm. that he had received, you know, in war. Right. And, uh, when he brought him on, he apologized, which I'm going to be honest with you at first. <sighs> I'm just going to start off here. A lot of people being upset about the joke that Pete David made about uh, Dan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pete Davidson has been known to have crass humor. I don't understand why that surprises anyone. Right. I'm just going to say. like, since it's, like, repeated, it's not like He, this. like, this is the guy who makes jokes about his dead dad that died in 9-11. Okay. I guess that's the way he copes with things. <laughs> it's like, like, this is a crass son of a bitch, and I, I'm sorry, but it's not unheard of for comedy to, you know, root out of darkness. I mean, you, you, 
I think what Pete was trying to do is just say that you got to laugh about something. And I mm-hmm. think bringing Dan on to say, you know, hey, this is all just, you know, like in fun and jokes, you know, but we can seriously come together as Americans and genuine people and not this side or that side. And I just think, I just, I, I, I enjoyed the banner between the two and I enjoyed uh, Dan Crenshaw's message mm-hmm. at the end. Um, you know, it may have, to me, be the probably most Dan Crenshaw thing that he could say that I might actually agree with. <laughs> oh. But I, I, I did think that the sentiment was great. Yeah. And I loved it. Yeah, I actually watched it yesterday. But, I mean, it kind of made me teary-eyed, which not a lot of things do these days. <laughs> but it was great to see, like, Pete apologizing for his behavior and mm-hmm. Dan Crenshaw, Crenshaw actually coming on the show yeah. instead of just bitching about it on Twitter or on Fox News or anything. Like, he kind of made a good move, I guess, too, for bipartisan relationships. Yeah, I mean, and I think it shows that, you know, we can get angry, but we can also forgive. Exactly. Like, we are so, 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 so quick to anger and to just staying that way and being resentful. And we just got to, we got to learn how to fucking forgive. And that's everyone. Yeah, I agree. So, my shit, I fucks with. Stemmed off from the NRA, the National Rifle Association, mm-hmm. tweeting this. Someone w- someone should tell self-important anti-gun doctors to stay in their lane. Half of the articles in Annals of Internal Medicine are pushing for gun control. Most upsetting, however, the medical community seems to have consulted no one but themselves. Um, excuse me, are you in the hospital or in the operation room and they're pulling out bullets? Do you have any idea what they're fucking going through? Because I never thought of that. Until this tweet came out and I saw all the doctors, like, saying something against it. And they're ha- they actually started a new uh, hashtag for it that's, that's called hashtag this is my lane. And um, I've seen, like, all these doctors speak out against the NRA saying this bullshit. And um, I'm like, it's just, it's just because you're okay with guns, I guess, and you want to promote the Second Amendment, does not mean that you can call out doctors for doing their jobs. Because that shit is hard. Yeah. I spoke to someone last week, and, like, she all had a mental breakdown while she was a resident. And I'm like, and that's only because, like, she didn't have any other residents to work with. They were all on, like, a retreat or something. So she was on her own with, like, 10 or 12 patients. Mm. With kid patients. So I'm like, that's... a of course not um, um, anything compared to this, but the pictures that have been posted on Twitter for with this handle, like there's so many bloody um, pictures in the OR with surgeons and nurses covered in blood or the sur- like the surgery floor, the OR room floor covered in blood. Well, but because they can't show the patients on there. Right. But... Um, I actually started following this person called uh, Stephanie Boone. Sorry, Dr. Stephanie Boone. And she's been tweeting and retweeting stuff about it. Um, 
there's one that just um, one retweet that she did was um, from Dr. Jamie Coleman. She, uh, Dr. Jamie was uh, Coleman was like, yes, lots of kill, lots of things kill, lots of people, obesity, diabetes, cancer, etc. But we're allowed to research those diseases. She's not asking to ban guns, but she's asking to research ways in which we can respect the Second Amendment and keep people safe. And I mean, just so ignorant for you know the NRA to throw in that that yeah. occupation right. of all things. And I mean, my you know even my own mother, you know she's she is a nurse. Yes. I you know I won't you know say where she works or you know her name or anything like that. But my my mom is a nurse. And I can't tell you how often, you know, she comes home and says, oh, you know, we had, you know, two two gunshot uh, wound victims. And, you know, I mean, it's, I don't think she has a week, a solid week, where she doesn't have a gunshot victim, right. in, you know, in her care. And just even yesterday, I'm so glad that you brought this up, a friend of mine, this is a status that she posted just yesterday. I got called into a surgery for a gunshot wound because a guy shot his friend for burning some food they were working on together. They were both drunk. The guy who got shot was so drunk, we didn't even have to sedate him to intubate him. Wow. Yeah. Once he woke up the next day, he forgave his friend for shooting him in the gut with a legal weapon that his friend was carrying and shot him with while drunk. But let me get in my lane. Hashtag NRA. Yep. And there's so many of those. Like, if you just go on Twitter and type in that hashtag, you will see all the pictures and the stories that the nurses, doctors, or anybody else that works in the OR that have posted it. Um, trying to find the reason why I started following this person, but... I, and, I mean, you've got to... I mean, I'm all for, like, owning a gun and shit, but be fucking responsible. It's something you kill people with. That was the purpose of making a gun was to kill or harm somebody else. And I don't think that doctors or nurses are, you know, tired of taking care of these patients. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's it. I think it's the fact that this is becoming so common and this is becoming so more part of everyday routine that it's just, it's getting sad. Right. Why is, you know, having having access to all these weapons and just it being so easy to be so reckless with them, I don't... Yeah. I mean, like, in India, the only times I actually even saw guns were, like, cops that had it, and not even all cops carry guns in India. And they had the big-ass rifles that were, like, hard to fire. And... Okay, so I so then I feel you know just because we're in this direction, I feel like we should just go straight into. Uh, I have you know. something else to add, actually. Okay, go ahead. Um, freaking Ann Coulter or Coulter. Coulter? Yeah. What the fuck did she say? So, oh, that's what she said. <laughs> that's pretty much what she should have said. Just a whine. Right. So, <laughs> um, this doctor uh, called Judy Melanick had posted a tweet saying, do you have any idea how many bullets I pull out of corpses weekly? This isn't just my lane, it's my fucking highway, in reply to NRA's tweet. And Ann Coulter retweeted, 
emergency room doctors pulled cue balls, wines, and gum, gummy bears out of human orifices every week. That doesn't make them experts on pool, horticulture, or chewy candy. Is she really fucking serious? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I have, I'm going to take a whole bunch of screenshots and post it this on our Twitter oh. page or retweet the stuff they said, but... Um, hold on. Yeah, it's just... She's such a disgusting human being. She is. Where'd she go? I love seeing the Comedy Central roasts for people, and she happens to be, like, a guest roaster on there for whatever reason, and then people just roast the fuck out of her. Why is she even allowed to be on TV is my question. I don't know, but I love seeing pe- people rip her new ass. I didn't even know that she oh, was Oh, honey, I will send you some videos. Oh, They're just wonderful. Do. They're wonderful. It is wonderful entertainment. I'm trying to find where she said that, because I saw a whole bunch of retweets, mm-hmm. the comments, and I'm like, oh my god, this. that's how I found out about it, was because the doctor's that coffee ended way too soon. I know. That's why I'm like slowly sipping on my tea. So. Well, it's a triple shot, so I should get fired up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just I'll just re um retweet or take screenshots of it, and. Uh, Post it on our Twitter page because it's a rabbit hole. <laughs> like, there's so much shit, and I'm gonna find the best ones and post it. <coughs> but yeah, the doctors went off on her too because that was like the. Oh, actually, here's a good one. <laughs> this was from Dr. Rick Pescatori. Um, he r- replied to Ann Coulter. He said, hi, Satan, I'm an ER doc. If you add up every gummy bear, cue ball, or copy of your shitty books I've pulled out of orifices, <gasps> it doesn't even approach the number of moms I've had to tell their kids are dead from guns. Stick with the xenophobia plus racism you're so good at and GTF or Arlene. That was like Go perfect. Doc. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. But that was just mo- one of many... Yeah, like, uh, she makes the comparison, okay, but which one of those things actually kills people? Mm -hmm. Like, if I stick a gummy bear up my ass, I just stick a gummy bear up my ass. Right. And it's eventually going to come out. Yeah. If someone puts a bullet in me, I could die. Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Um, There's another. So the CDC, um, where was it? From CDC.gov, firearm-related deaths are third leading cause of death among U.S. children. More than more than deaths from congenital anomalies, heart disease, influenza, slash pneumonia, chronic lower respiratory disease, diseases, <laughs> and cardio, I mean, cerebrovascular diseases. Thirty-eight percent of those deaths are from suicide. God. So yeah. Uh, yeah, that's 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 just that's yeah. a hard number right here. Yeah. Well, all right, let's get into our. So we'll do, I mean, from here we may as well just get, you know, beyond our bullshit about mass shootings and gun control mm-hmm. and 
let's okay. California as a whole state right now, can we just pray for them? Schooling. Was that him? Or was that was him. Did he bark? I think he growled. Oh, I thought that was Alan for some reason. Mm-mm. Oh. Um, but yeah, California just as a whole state. Yeah. There's something, kind of someone. Mm. Help, watch over. Whatever curse it is, it needs to be lifted, is all God. I'm saying. I mean, okay. Everyone that's been affected <gasps> in the fires. Mm-hmm. It's uh, terrible. Just, uh, it's uh, so horrible. Yeah. Uh, I have a family, um, family. Um, my cousin lives, far distant cousin, lives out in California. And I texted him today because I hadn't checked up on them and asked them if they were okay because I didn't know what the range of the fire is because I know there's one in north and then one's in the south mm-hmm. as well. But um, they live out of San Francisco area, and he was like, the fire's 400 miles away, but the air quality is really bad right now. Oh, yeah, I imagine. So I was like, damn, that's like being that far out. It still has an effect on the whole state. It's all those, you know, affected by, and I I know there's reports of some people that aren't accounted for. Oh, and yeah. And the number's going to keep rising, unfortunately. And you guys are in our thoughts. I really, yeah. really hate that whole thoughts and prayers bullshit, but I don't know what to do from here. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we guess we could contribute to the firefighter fund or whatever they have going out there, but it's about the only thing we can do right now from here. Yeah. Unlike the gun control shit, we can change that by voting and speaking out against it. But, yeah, it's just... And then someone decided to blame... Decided to blame... The fires. uh, Lack of fire, I mean, forest management on the fires. (sighs) While they were supposed to be attending the World War I... Memorial mm-hmm. in France, mm-hmm. but decided not to because there was a little bit of rain that could have hindered, air quote, their trip 60 miles away from their hotel room. So, yeah. <sighs> but, yeah, I don't know. This whole president dump. Trump fucks dick. You know, I realized through reading about it and stuff, I don't know how military personnel and veterans or anyone associated with the military can vote for him or agree (laughs) with him. Let's see. McCain, he dissed McCain for being a prisoner of of war. Mm Mm-hmm. And then that gold star family, the Muslim family, I think it was the cons. Yep. And then, I don't know, it's like, I don't think he's visited any countries that the st- troops are stationed in. That I don't know. I don't think he has. And not to mention this recent thing that he pulled off by not attending this memorial service. And did you see images that people were sharing of Obama? Yeah. And of, um, I don't know, speak, 
I know this guy is not the perfect guy, but Justin Trudeau, he's done some shit. I think he favored Castro or spoke something about along the lines where he agreed with Castro's policies. And it's probably done worse shit than that, but he is a good political figure in terms of like accepting the culture, different cultures, mm-hmm. and showing respect right. to um, veterans or military personnel and actually fighting for co- human causes, like mm-hmm. anything he's against. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, he spoke out. And last year, during the similar thing during Veterans Day, it was raining, and he had an umbrella while he was speaking. He actually took down the umbrella. Yeah, he took off his umbrella. Took off. At least he knows how to close an umbrella, not to mention. <laughs> <laughs> um, he actually put his umbrella away and then continued his speech in the rain, citing that all these people that fought in the World War One did not have the opportunity of being under an umbrella. They were in the mud. Not to mention their own feces or their own waste while they were in the trenches fighting. So. <sighs> Our president is so embarrassing. Yeah. Kick it. Podcasters, let's dial back for a second. This. See, what had happened was. What had happened was. You're probably thinking to yourself, what the fuck, right? Okay. The podcast was a mess from the start, okay? Kid won't stop talking, even though he can't really talk, okay? My f- house phone was ringing. Mm-hmm. I had Meemaw's coming in the back door unannounced. Yep. And Kid eating pizza and getting pizza sauce all over himself. So needless to say... We ended the recording <laughs> yesterday <laughs> on Monday... This is day two of recording, and this has to go up first thing in the morning. I'm it's so about, sorry. That, uh, it's okay. I'm so sorry that you have to edit this so it's late at good. night. I wish that I wasn't editing stupid, because I really, I really hate that I can't help you. I've been waking up early anyway, so I'll just get it done in the morning and post it for like 8 or 9 o'clock in the morning, so it shouldn't be too bad. <sighs> bless you, bless you, sweet soul. It's okay. Um been watching Bob Ross on some meal while editing the podcast. So. That's my woman. Yeah. I love it. So that's keeping me entertained. You know how we feel about Bob Ross in this house. Yeah. Okay. So apologies mid-podcast podcast listeners. I'm sorry. We are in a much con- more controlled environment right now. TV's on mute. Hopefully the only thing you hear is my dishwasher going. Yeah. <laughs> now I feel like we can and, and and this is another reason why I wanted to stop recording. Because I wanted to feel like the things that we're about to talk about, I wanted them to have my full attention. I because we do take these things very serious. Right. And it's actually not helping our anxiety levels either, because you never know. When we are going to be next. Or people we know are going to be next. Yeah. So. So. 
from what we listened on to from yesterday, we did touch on um, the fires in California, which still it's, it's still burning. Still burning. It's probably going to get a little bit worse before it gets better. Yeah, um, there's more winds incoming from Santa Ana, I believe. Like there, 60 to 70 miles an hour, so that's not going to help any in the next couple of days. There's more evacuations. There are more people um, considered missing at this point, and... We can't even help any. I mean, it's like the firefighters are doing all they can, and the people um, involved I, in the rescue effort... I, I was can. actually about to say um, some people that I know that have mentioned posts on their social media about how um, you can help, uh, you know, in terms of donating or, you know, just getting the word out. Um, um, I know Miley Cyrus uh, posted some resources. Okay. I know Jeffree Star posted some resources. I know Gerard Butler posted some resources. I think that I, I, I don't want to misspeak, but I, I want to say that all of them had to be evacuated. Yeah, Gerard Butler lost his house. Like, it was completely in flames. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Like, there was a picture. I think there's an article with pictures on it, but... So, <clears throat> having touched on that, let's go ahead and get into the uh, Thousand Oaks shooting in uh, California that happened. And then we'll talk about gun control. So you want to start with what information you have, and then... Yeah, I've got... Okay. Uh, so this happened... Uh... What day was this? The ninth? The ninth or the tenth? I think it was over. Oh yeah, early Thursday morning. So it was until like one or two o'clock, like Thursday morning. Okay, so so that was the seventh. Yeah, Wednesday night. Because I remember waking up Thursday morning and looking at the headlines to see that. I mean, saying that there was a shooting with eleven injured, and this was what like five thirty a.m. Eastern Mm -hmm. when I saw it. Yeah. And then I didn't check my news until, like, I was free, which was around 5 o'clock. And it said, like, 11 or 12 people had died at that point. And I'm like, wow. Uh, and I, I, I don't want to say his name, yeah. the gunman, because I don't, I, I don't like that. Just, I, 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 I don't want to give him that attention. Just because some of the things that he was... And the thing about it is, is he's not wrong. And that's kind of what disgusts me a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the posts that he was making uh, to Instagram, or I want to say it was Instagram. Um, yeah, I think it was, he was communicating through Instagram. He said, fact is, I had no reason to do it. And I just thought, fuck it. Life is so boring, so why not? And he alluded to the fact that he you know, hope that people would call him insane. Um, and this is, I'm, I'm trying to find, okay. And this is what he said, and I, I hate the fact that he's so fucking right. Um, I hope people call me insane. The only thing you people do after these shootings is hopes and prayers or keep you in my thoughts every time and wonder why these keep happening. I hate that he's right. 
Right? I mean, the fact. So was this like a... I know he was um, posting stuff while he was mm-hmm. shooting up people, as bad as it sounds. I don't know how else to phrase it right now, but... Was this before or after? I mean, not after, but during. This was during. Wow. Yeah. So, and he was a veteran? Marine? He was in the Marines? Uh-huh. He's very... Uh, yeah, he yeah. was a veteran. And I'm assuming was it, he was, had, it, was it Marines? He or? Okay. Yeah. He was a machine gunner. That's scary. Yeah, yeah it was Wednesday night, so early Thursday morning... But, yeah, the fact that he had easy access to a gun and the fact that he just went into a bar, I'm assuming, or a restaurant that was having a college night and just shot people here and there for no fucking reason. And clearly, the guy had... I mean, you issues. have to. Yeah. He had to have some type of mental issues. Right. And the fact that it feels... I mean, you've got to... And you've got to think about this as a whole, too. Mm-hmm. And this is another thing that's going on in the news. RVA. Like, how the fuck do we treat our veterans? Right. Um, nothing. There's barely anything being done. And now there's funding being cut. Yeah. And... The president keeps saying he's the best thing that's happened to the military and the veterans. And I'm like, no, it's not. Because you keep c- cutting the funding from everywhere and you keep increasing the deficit. And the worst that you, I mean, the worst things keep going, more things like this are going to continue to happen. Yeah. Like, there are so many factors that fall into shit like this happening. And I mean, I understand gun control is. It, is, is one of the biggest fucking factors because there is no way that this cat should have ever been able to get a gun. I mean, it's the same reason. I mean, not the same reason, but it's... Um, who was it? It was. I guess it was the guy that shot the... Um, shot up the church in Charleston, South Carolina, the black church. Ah, uh, Dylan Roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was like... Um, so I'm going to talk about this later, but there's like a way around the system of getting guns. Like it's still legal, but it's well, like gun shows, like gun yeah, conventions. Yeah, yeah. So gun shows, but even then, people that are not associated with the gun shows, like suppose I was to go to a gun show and you were supposed to go there and you wanted to buy a gun off of me, you could do that without a background check. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was one of the ways he got a gun, I believe. And then um, FBI or somebody has a, I think it's a three or three week period where they supposedly do a background check, which. But that's, but that's how the NRA makes their goddamn money. Yeah. They don't want, they don't want restrictions, you know, that's how, that's how they make their fucking money. But I mean, that's the whole thing about the second amendment. They're so like all have their panties bundled up in a wad. Panties in a wad? Panties in a wad. Yes. About the Second Amendment, but now you're seeing all this voting of suppression mm-hmm. going on, and what about that amendment? Like, what the fuck? And then Donald Trump talking about um, the 14th Amendment changing laws to 
affect the naturalization, I mean, not naturalize, yeah, affect the citizenship of kids born to non-citizens. Yeah, well, and I'm telling you right now, uh, he can go ahead and start with his kids. But, so apparently, he was talking about the way he would do it is, as long as one parent is a legal citizen, would be fine. Because that way, he doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. His kids would be fine. Because I think all three of his wives were not citizens at the point when they married him. Oh, I have no idea. But, yeah. So. I don't care about him enough to know yeah. that much, but. I mean, it's just from me following, like, Twitter stuff and art- reading articles and whatnot. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, people. Like, it's just, it's to, it's to the goddamn point. I don't want my child to ever leave my home. I don't want him to go to school. I don't want him to go to concerts. I don't want him to go, you know, out with friends. I mean, I understand he's a very, very small child. It's not like he can do these things anytime soon, but I kind of don't want him growing up at this point. Right. I don't blame you. I mean, like, I'm scared shit. Not just for him, but all the kids that are growing up now and the parents because they have no idea what's going to happen. Next. And if I'm not mistaken, didn't one of the victims of the Thousand Oaks shooting, didn't they survive Yeah, one the, the one Las of, Vegas shooting? So one of the um, victims that ended up dying survived the Las Vegas shooting. And then there were other people that survived the Las Vegas shooting and survived the shooting as well. And the fact that what, when was Las Vegas? I think it was last year or earlier this year. Like you can't even keep up with them anymore because you have no idea. Pe- I can't at least. Look, this is this is this is where this is where I'm going to end my argument on gun control. Something at this point has to be done. The the company that I work for. Anytime there is any type of, you know, horrific or tragic event or death or, you know, just something that kind of shakes the country, they'll put their flag at half mass, even if it's not an ordered thing. That's just what they do. Yeah, I've seen a lot of businesses in, like, um, places around town whenever I've driven by do that. I've seen that flag at half staff more than I have at full this entire year. me too, because I was driving, there's a museum around here, um, Airborne Museum, but I was driving through it, playing Pokemon, of course, and um, I noticed the flag was half-staff, and I remembered that the the synagogue shooting happened like three weeks ago, and then I was like, oh shit, there was another shooting, mass shooting, last week that killed 11 or 12 people, and I'm like, this is happening way too often for... I'm going to address this to the right, and please listen to what I'm going to say. If you guys are listening to our left-wing podcast. Right. That flag that you love so goddamn much, the flag that you care so much about that you will burn Nike shoes for, that you will fucking protest NFL the flag that, you know, is supposed to, you know, be respectful to our veterans that we don't give a shit about whenever they come home from war. 
that flag means so goddamn much to you. Do something about getting that thing at full flag. It has been at half staff more than it has this year. Oh, definitely. This entire year, it has been at half staff more, more so than it has been full. Do something about it. We've tried it your way. Guess what? It's not working. People are dying. Children are dying. Mothers, brothers, sisters. People are dying. We've tried it your way. Give in and meet us halfway with somewhere. You got it. We, 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 we've got to do something. I agree. I mean, just like, Jamie, I think I talked about this a couple of weeks ago when we talked about the high school shooting where the 16-year-old killed another 16-year-old. Yeah. yeah. My dad and my parents are just like in disbelief how easily guns can be accessed and like major shootings like this can happen anytime. This is the thing that I don't understand. It's been proven in other countries where there is stricter gun laws and it's not so easy to get guns. We've seen that it fucking works. Yeah, it does. And I'm going to give you some stats on that as we go through this podcast and talk about this shit. But, yeah, it's just like... You know, honestly, I don't remember the... I think the first mass shooting that I remember from my memory would be the Virginia Tech one. Yeah. I don't... I mean, I know that I was... I mean, I know I was live during Columbine, but I was really young, so I don't don't quite remember it. But yeah, Virginia Tech, I I remember. Um, Columbine, I wouldn't remember because I wasn't here. And then there was the Fort Hood, I think, in Texas, Mm -hmm. where the shoulder... Soldiers shot up other people, including soldiers. But, so again, why the fuck is it so easily fucking accessible to do this? Like, get guns. And let's talk about the Las Vegas shooting. Did, did they ever find a reason why he shot those people up? No. People are just freaking doing this just for the sake of doing it. It seems like it. To me, at least. I mean, does does having your staple on the earth mean so much that you would do something so horrific? I mean, that's the only other thing that I can think of. How else would they? How else would they leave their mark for years and years and years to come? Right. I mean, and then the fact that they just end up killing themselves just so they don't have to go through, like, I'm assuming, being a coward and not have to suffer the consequences of their actions. I don't know. Just okay, and, I, oh, one more thing. I know I said that I was going to end my argument on gun, gun control, but I'm not, okay? And let's stop this whole bullshit of, uh, um, you know, what stops a bad guy with a gun, a good guy with a gun. Let's stop that argument right there. Right. What happened with that security officer that was detaining someone who was shooting up a nightclub, and then, oh, they ended up shooting the security guard? Yep, the cops ended up shooting the security guard, despite having people around in the bar yelling that he's a security guard, not to mention he wasn't full, full security uniform. Shot dead. Right there, just because he was hold, he held a suspect that was in a gun altercation. Yeah, so it was like, gun, that's not gonna save. Well, 
that's not going to be a solution to your problem if you're a person of color, is all I'm saying. Girl, amen. Hit her on the damn head, yes. But, yeah. So, um, but speaking of gun control, I'm just going to throw some stats and I'll link to the site. Um, when we get a chance, but it's a article on uh, how the gun control works in America and for other rich countries. So I'm just going to throw some stats out. Um, gun ownership rate uh, as of 2007, I think these are the latest stats that they had, are these 88.8 guns per 100 people. That's a lot of fucking guns. Gun homicide rate, 29.7 per 1 million people. So, let's just talk about the American laws first. Um, there are many loopholes, like we mentioned about the gun, gun shows earlier. Mm-hmm. But, like, even with the restrictive, air quotes, um, state, state and city laws, people don't have that much of a problem getting a gun. So... Um, of course, there are people who are not supposed to own guns. Underage kids. And then convicted felons. And I think it said um, undocumented immigrants as well. And then um, people that, I think, read somewhere they're mentally unstable, but it doesn't, I guess that's not from American um, gun controls, but... So, I'm just reading a sentence from this. Under federal law, fully automatic weapons are technically legal only if made before 1986. So, it's illegal to manufacture new automatic weapons for civilian use. They should make those illegal, too. But but they're supposed to do a background check, but um, FBI is the one that's in charge of checking the criminal record, mental health history, and other factors. Um, If they do end up failing the background check, they can't buy a gun legally. And like the loophole we mentioned with the gun show, private sales. But, and then, and then the background check is, like the whole system is underfunded, under-resourced, and so these being on being underfunded, understaffed, and undersourced pretty much makes it hard, very hard for them to go through every single background check that have been submitted to buy guns. But yeah, and then there are, so there's there's the businesses or yeah businesses have three days to uh, to get with the FBI to do a background check, and if it can't, then the people can buy a gun, and which is what Dylan Roof did mm-hmm. when he shot up the char- a church in South Carolina. And he this states that he should have failed a background check for a handgun purchase after admitting to illegally possessing controlled substances in the past. But the FBI examiner did not obtain the shooter's record in time. So... Yeah, there's a big flaw in that system right there. And then let's go over to Canada next. Our northern neighbors. Um, 
Thursday. You know how I feel about Canadians. I fucking love Canadians, man. I know how you feel, but I love Canadians. I don't know what people have against them. But I feel you about this week. This week's just not been my week with Canadians. It's not that I don't like you Canadians. I love you Canadians. Uh, but customer-wise, I just haven't... I haven't really been having my fair share with Canadians here lately, and I don't know why they're so mean to me. <laughs> Maybe because you have a southern accent. Maybe. I don't know. But, so let's talk about Canada. 30.8 guns per 100 people and gun homicide rate 5.1 per million people. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. It blows my mind when you, like, say the numbers per however, you know, many hundred mm-hmm. people. Because I'm, like, thinking, okay, first off, you've met my father. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have much to say. <laughs> it should come as no surprise. Yes, he does own a lot of guns. Right. And yeah, I'm just but thinking about how there's 88 so other, you know, point whatever guns to every 100 people in America. I'm like, how many motherfuckers are out there like my daddy? Just think about the guy that um, shot at the uh, sheriffs in Florence. He had, like, 70-plus guns. God. Wait, what? Why the fuck do you have so many weapons, at that point, man? You're, at, that, at that point, you're, like, assembling your own militia. Exactly. Oh, yeah. All right. Canada, gun homicide rate 5.1 per 1 million people, going down from 29.7 in America. Um... <laughs> So they have their, the guns are somewhat accessible to the general population, but they have major res- restrictions on the types of guns and who can buy them. And the result is a system that looks a, like a stricter version of the U.S. Um, they have three categories that are, that are prohibited: um, short barrels, .32, caliber, fully automatic, AK military rifles and shot sawed off barrels and then there's the restricted ones some handguns some semi-automatic rifles semi-automatic rifles and certain non-semi-automatic rifles and non-restricted which are the regular and some military style and rifles so the general idea that the canadians follow is that more more dangerous guns face much harsher regulations and restrictions on purchase Apparently, if they were, if people owned them and had certificates before '98 when their ban went into went into effect, they could keep them. But um, I think I wonder if it was okay. That was the UK that I'm thinking about. But so yes, yeah, so. In order to buy a gun, you have to have a license, which I think it's the same here, right? I don't know my gun laws here. Well, I don't think I had a license when I got my first gun. But my gu- my first gun was also a gift to me. Oh, yeah, that's, I guess, I don't so, know. That's, I guess, a loophole in the system. Then. No, that's a... Very well, young not Amber a loophole, having, but... A very young Amber having a gun when she probably shouldn't have. Right. But, 
Um, so they require, Canadians require licenses to own gun and ammunition. And the buyers have to pass a safety course, I know, which they have to do here as well. And they have to renew their licenses every five years. Is that for, that's for the uh, concealed carry, right? Oh, this is in Canada. So oh, I'm well, guessing. yeah. Never mind. Like I said, I don't know the American gun laws. I know some of them. But, so in order to, they have to have a background check, but, um, which the background check consists of criminal, mental, addiction, and domestic violence records, which, thank you, Canada. So there's a lot of domestic violence that occurs here. They still have access to guns, and that ends up in what? Killing or harming uh, their spouses or family members. But Canada, they have to have, um, they have to secure their gun in safe storage areas and they have to be unloaded when they're stored. Alright, so I'll just post this article and you guys can finish reading what I briefed over. And then going on to UK. So um, we're at 6.2 guns per 100 people going down from 30.8 in Canada and from 88.8 in the US. So we're at 6.2 per 100 people and the gun homicide rate for England and Wales is 0.7 per 1 million people. So that's barely a person per million people. That is wild to me. There's, I mean, yeah. And it's proven that so the stranger... The, so the shit works, so why don't we do it? Because people are all... <sighs> and don't take my guns. But they had one of some of the strictest laws, gun laws in the West and the world. Um, handguns are bear, banned. And only uh, police officers or a member of the armed forces and the people that have special permission from the home secretary, secretary can carry the guns. And military-style weapons are banned as well. Um, they have... Uh, for other types of firearms and ammo, they have to go through a stringent licensing process. They have to give a good reason, which is like hunting or job requirement, vermin. I guess you can people get guns to kill vermins. Yeah, yeah. God damn! I thought that was a vermin. <laughs> no, it's a cat. <laughs> so apparently, self-defense is not considered a good reason. To get a gun in the UK. And the local police are involved in the UK. So that's better because right. they can go right ahead. I mean, depending on the your police force and the number, like how big or small it is. But then again, if it's a smaller force, it's probably a small town, whatnot. But sh that way, the local police is involved from the start instead of helping out the state or the federal police when something occurs but they have to meet background checks and uh, they have to do the 
criminal record and stuff. But, so, um, they had a Sandy Hook elementary type shooting back in uh, 1996 in the UK. And that's when their gun laws were more stricter. This guy walked into a into an elementary school and shot and killed 16 small children aged five to five, four to five, God. and their teacher in the school gym before killing himself. So they saw a problem, nipped it in the bud, and now no mm-hmm. one gets murdered. Yeah. <laughs> well then. So next on to Switzerland. All right. Um, 45.7 guns per 100 people. So that goes down, I mean, compared to Canada. Canada's 28 point something? 27 point, 30.8, sorry. Yeah. To 47, 45.7. And then gun homicide rate is 7.7. Switzerland has a more accepting culture towards gun. And it's like one of the less stricter gun laws in the Europe. Um, so, oh, okay. So they have to ba- pass a background check as well, and then um, they should not have any criminal past or any indications of a future happening, I guess, mentally and stuff. And, but, yeah. But, yeah, they have, like, militias and stuff in Switzerland, but, but it's still, like, even though they're more lax on their gun laws, they still have less gun deaths gun homicide rate than the U.S., which was at, God, all these numbers, 29.7 in the U.S. But moving on to (laughs) Japan, 0.6 per 100 people and 0.1 gun homicide rate per 1 million people. So, yeah. Okay, so gun control works, people. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm not going to read the Japan part, but... Gun control works. It why don't works. We, why don't we try it? People. I'm just saying, let's let's try it. Let's give it like, let's give it a couple months. See yeah. what happens. Yep. So, like, just a little, I guess, a little info on mass shootings. Um, I think this was the. Um, there was a gun. There's a gun violence archive, and they define mass shootings as four or more individuals shot or killed in the same general time and location. I thought it was more than two people, two or more people, but it's four. And as of... Uh, well, I mean, I... Well, because, I mean, I think as as a serial killer, you have as little as three. Like, if you kill three or more people, yeah. then you're considered a serial killer. So I would imagine if you, yeah, if it was four people at once. Yeah, yeah I get but, that. But, um... So, as of 11-12, which was yesterday, 308 mass shootings. And there was another one that happened in North Carolina where three people died and one was injured. So, that was another mass shooting, which was the most recent one that I know of, unless more have happened, which 308 is 
that's a fucking lot. Come <laughs> and then there were three hundred and forty six in two thousand seventeen. God. So we're nearing that number, and we're coming towards the holidays too. So people get more depressed then. Yeah. And Thanksgiving. Not well, of course, yeah, of course they get depressed because, you know. So, yeah, um, that was my little part on gun control laws, which I blabbed a lot about. Which, oh, thank God it's not recording. All right, Amber, mm-hmm. what's next? You're fine. Okay, I think the last thing that we have to talk about is just going over the midterm elections. Yeah. And we can be we can be kind of brief on this too. Um I will say you know, every time I vote I take schoolie with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, I think the kid's just a good luck charm. Except for the presidential election. We're just gonna Were you yeah. pregnant with him at that point? I was pregnant, okay. yeah. That doesn't count. Yeah, that doesn't count. But since he's been born, Mm -hmm. he's been such good luck. I'll just say locally for here, we got our county sheriff that we wanted. And I saw your neighbors take off. (laughs) They did. They they took down their sign. I'm fine. (laughs) But I don't know if our sign is still up. It's still there because that's that's how I know to turn into your driveway. (laughs) But... No, I was I was just I was just really really happy because I feel like he is putting forth a big effort to the drug epidemic locally around right. here with the heroin problem and um I'll touch on it in a later episode I had a sister who died from a heroin overdose mm-hmm. so that's kind of something that hits close to home close to home for me so was very very happy in terms of that part of our uh, our local elections yeah, here. So I was very, very happy about that. Um, and the house is blue, y'all. Whoop, whoop. The house is blue. Oh, they're going to do some good Nancy, shit. Nancy Pelosi about to fuck your shit up. Oh, they're already talking about... <laughs> they're already talking about um, making laws for automatic voter registration <laughs> and all that, like, make... Like voting not less suppressed than what it well not less suppressed but not make it suppressed at all, <laughs> so I think that's one of the first laws that they're gonna Wait, go and, on. And 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 this is another thing I, I I keep looking back over my notes just shit that I wanna. These these elections were just so fucking on like. These elections were so important, and a lot of good things came out of these elections. You know, the house being blue. Mm-hmm. Um, we have our first Muslim women in Congress. We have our first Native American women in Congress. We have our first openly gay women in Congress. We have our first openly gay governor. We've got our youngest woman elected into Congress. Yep. There's, oh my gosh, I mean... Oh, and then as of today, um, uh, Miss Cinema out of Arizona got the Senate, and she's the first bisexual woman <gasps> open that got elected. What? Yeah, McSally conceded this morning or, or sometime at this. Stop that. That oh, makes my yeah. heart flutter. I think her name's like Kristen Cinema or something. I'm <sighs> probably going to make a correction on this if I got the name wrong. But yeah, first openly bisexual senator. 
Well, that makes me happy. Maybe I could be a senator. Yeah, of course. Why the fuck not? I can be one, too. All right, then. School, you're going to be a president, though. Amber, t- Amber, Amber 2020? No, nah, that's too soon. We don't have the funds to get your... You don't know what this podcast could do in the next year. Maybe I don't have high enough hopes <laughs> like you do. <laughs> this is just something for us to rant to. We don't even know if people are listening. Honestly, haven't been checking the stats. Okay, well... Not that I don't even know they're accurate or not. It's <laughs> an idea. But along with the midterm elections came uh, Trump's temper tantrum at the press conference following. Oh, my goodness. We're just still continuing about I, the elections. Oh, my God. Did you see where CNN filed a lawsuit against President Trump today? Yes, because of Jim Acosta being banned from I the just, press. I just want to put a... I just want to put my big old chubby arms around and, Jim Acosta yeah. and just love him. And guess who's, um, I guess, defending CNN? President, um, well, the last Bush that was president, his uh, lawyer. Yes. <laughs> his I've lawyer's defending. So they're, fr- oh, yeah, it's just great. I just, it's oh. just, and I'm sorry, Sarah Huckabee. Oh, God. If your hick ass does not resign, that tweet was bullshit. Oh, the one where they... The one where she showed the doctor video yeah. from InfoWars. Wait, it's not doctored. It's sped up according to Kel- Kellyanne Conway. <laughs> <laughs> That's doctored. She said it was sped up. It was she, not doctored. She tweeted that. She's a fucking idiot. No, I'm sorry, Sarah Huckabee. How unprofessional, how unethical. Just just, just resign. Please just resign. God. Oh, uh, this is going to freaking... And what was the deal going on with Kellyanne Conway's husband? Why do I feel like I read his name today? Oh, because he's, like, against Trump on every single thing. Like... Kellyanne Conway's yeah, husband? Yeah. I thought you knew what? about... What? Oh, my God. It was... Yeah. He, like, openly speaks out against the president. I'm gonna have to look this dude up. I don't know why. I I don't know why I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, I looked him up the other day. I thought I sent it to you, but I might not have. No, I. You know. Yeah, he's been like I think since day one he's been against Trump. Yeah, between between working and podcasting and being a mom. Yeah. Uh, you know the most research that me and uh, you know that I get for podcast mm-hmm. material is links sent by Hina for the most part. So yeah. I try. <laughs> she I does. She does her best to keep me informed. Bless her heart. I legit wake up and have my coffee, and I'm sending going through Twitter. But oh my god! All right, okay. But yeah, so she was pretty much. She I guess she went on on CNN or MSNBC or one of those news channels mm-hmm. and said that it was a sped up video. But it wasn't doctored. No. I it mean... It was just sped up. Yeah, it was sped up. It was not doctored. That's weird. That I don't know. fucking where... alternative fact... Look She's at the one bitch. that came up with I it. know! What was it? Bowling Green? The Bowling Green <laughs> Massacre. <laughs> never forget. Never. The I... massacre that never fucking happened. But yet, pay no fucking mind to the massacres that are actually happening. Right. 
<sighs> I think there's a town in Virginia that I passed to get to, like, Virginia Beach that's called Bowling Green. And every time I'm there, I want to check in on Facebook and be like, remembering the massacre. <laughs> Never <Masker>. forget. <laughs> but, yeah. So, okay. Um, but, yeah, I'm so glad about the elections. Like, I was legit. I didn't want to get my hopes up this time. Like, last, during I mean, the presidential like, elections. Right. And, like, and don't get me wrong. Like, we definitely could have, you know, the, the fact that we got the House to me was still amazing. Right. Um, and um, there's still, what, two more elections that are still ongoing? Mm-hmm. Um, well, not ongoing, but... Uh, the recount? Yeah, there's recount in Georgia for the governor's race. And then um, there's two... In Florida? Uh, Florida, that's the... There's one for the governor, and I think there's one for the Senate seat, if I'm not wrong. Florida, get your shit together. Like, seriously. And, oh. Didn't you learn? Speaking of the president and being the greatest person ever for the military, Mm -hmm. he said no votes should be counted after election day. Guess what? (laughs) What the fuck does he think happens? When the military are deployed and they still have the right to vote. They don't, I think it was this Friday, this coming Friday is their deadline to have their votes in. So he was like, no one can vote past the election day. It shouldn't be legal. Um, what do you call the Absentee ballots. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and like, it's still, it just amazes me how... How we elected a fucktard into the White House. Yeah, so like with because of that, I don't want to get my hopes up for this election. That's why I went to bed early. And I woke up at like four o'clock. I knew that that always fucking happens. Same thing happened during the presidential election. I woke up and I saw we lost the Senate, but we had the House. So I was like, Ooh. but yeah, I am so proud of all these women and the men that have worked their asses off, locally, statewide, or nationally, just to give us hope. Keep keep on fighting on, man and women. Change, change, change is not always a bad thing. Embrace it. Right. Um, so, remember that Ann Coulter tweet we were talking about yesterday? <laughs> so, I found the one I was looking for. Um, this was from Dr. Kathleen London. Um, so, Ann Coulter tweeted this. I'm just going to repeat from earlier. Um, emergency room doctors pull cue balls, wines, and gummy bears out of human orifices every week that doesn't make them experts on pool horticulture or chewy candy so dr kathleen london retweeted and commented such we do examine assholes all day so it does make us an expert on them you qualify (laughs) (laughs) what doctor was that (laughs) dr kathleen london okay so yeah but, yeah, I'm like, I'm so glad these doctors are speaking up. They have the worst jobs imaginable. One of the worst jobs imaginable. Yeah. Not yeah. the worst jobs, but... Yeah, it's just that. So, I think that's it for us, unless... I, th- I, I think that's it for us, too. I'm so sorry it took us two days to record this. And it's probably I a longer am, episode than It before. is a longer episode, and I'm so sorry. I love you. I did not mean to do this to you. Oh, it's all good. Shit happens. Which reminds me, I need to buy that poster still. Poster? 
yeah, there's a shit happens poster. Every religion. Did you not? Oh my no. god. What? Oh. oh, there you go. So, it's pretty much all religions, and then everybody knows shit happens, so. Oh, <gasps> uh, Hinduism, this shit happened before. <laughs> Buddhism, shit will happen to you again. <laughs> Rastafarianism, let's smoke let's this smoke shit. Let's smoke this shit. <laughs> uh, communism, let's share the shit. Einstein shit is relative. Yeah. It's so great. Disneyism, that shit doesn't happen here. <laughs> I love that. Wicca, you can make shit happen, but shit will happen to you three times. <laughs> Family gathering, relatives are shit. <laughs> Vegetarianism, if shit, if it happens to shit, don't eat it. Oh, it's so, it's so great. I love this fucking poster. I love it. This decor, I shit, therefore I am. <laughs> but yeah. Oh. oh, I love it. Speaking of religion, so just gonna mention this since uh, it just happened earlier today. Mr. President does not know which religion celebrates Diwali. Does he fail to? include or mention the Hindus in the Diwali celebration. This was his tweet. Today we gathered for Diwali, a holiday observed by Buddhists, Sikhs, and Jains throughout the United States and around the world. Hundreds of millions of people have gathered with family and friends to light the Diga and to mark the beginning of the new year. He forgot to mention the fucking Hindus. You're too brown for him. Yeah. <laughs> but then he mentioned the ones with the turbans. And Jans are a sect of Hinduism, but he didn't mention all the Hindus. <laughs> well. Yeah. So Twitter was on a... It was fun. <laughs> and the fact that there were so many Indians at the White House. Why? <laughs> <laughs> That was the most disappointing Did part. Did you say why? Yes. Why would you go? I mean, if it was Obama, I would understand, but why? I mean, you know what? I get it. You know what? I get it. Because I feel like if I seen a bunch of my Indians, yeah. the Native American Indians, I, 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 I'm, I'm, yeah, I would yeah. probably say the same thing. Exactly. Like, what the fuck are y'all doing? But, yeah. <laughs> Goddamn no. <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with y'all? <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, I fucking love you. I love you, too. My cat's trying to play with my legs. Penny. Oh, yeah. She's getting playful because it's close to her bedtime. But, yeah, I think that's our episode for today. We probably fucked up on some shit. We'll you probably correct it. We will correct it at the last minute next week, too. Yep. Be sure to follow us on our Twitter. Yes. At AnxietyBS. Contact us on our email, anxietybs at gmail.com. That was our sound engineer, Amber. <laughs> <laughs>
Her job is so hard. It's My the job hardest. is so hard. My job is so hard. But, um, yeah, thanks for listening. And have, have a, a great, great fucking, fucking day. day.